I think it starts for us. I, I started several years ago. I do a training about three times a year called Gospel Conversations. It's just a three-week training, um, and it's just designed to help people realize that they can talk about the gospel at any place in their life. Um, and the number one reason people don't uh, is because they're afraid, they feel ill-equipped. Uh, and so what I try to do is just give them some basic training. It's nothing crazy, uh, but it's just talking about the conversations that we have every day and how can we incorporate the gospel. Welcome to the Missions Pastor Podcast presented by One Child. One Child is a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. We believe that the local church has the message of hope that the world desperately needs to hear. And in every episode, we highlight churches, pastors, and ministries who are working to bring that hope to hard places. I'm David Jesse. I'm your host for today's conversation with Scott Allen. Scott is the Minister of Missions and Single Adults at Rock Springs Baptist Church in Easley, South Carolina. Scott has helped lead Rock Springs Baptist to develop a missions process that has resulted in their church being involved in missions all around the world. That strategy is called Pray, Give, Go. And while the different areas of focus aren't anything new, they're critically important to the missions and outreach efforts at Rock Springs. I asked Scott to explain a bit more about what this strategy is all about. Well, it's not a new strategy, like you said. Uh, there's a saying in ministry, there's no new ideas. They're all borrowed. And so I, I have no idea where I borrowed this from. Uh, but, <laughs> but when I first started doing this, I, I've been at Rock Springs for 20 years. Uh, serving wow. as the missions minister uh, for the last, I guess, seven years. Prior to that, I was the college minister, and we did, of course, missions there. Okay. Um, but when we started, we wanted to we wanted to kind of get a focus, uh, really, <clears throat> to harness our people. How can people be involved in missions? And so, as we began to seek that out, this this phrase came up, and it said, "You know, pray, give, go," and that, that really kind of synops or summarizes how anybody can be involved. In missions, uh, from the very basic level of just praying uh, to the actual going, uh, and that's kind of a heartbeat. We're a going church. We're a giving church. We're a very giving church. Um, but I wanted our church to become more grow- going. But you've got to cultivate the mindset. Uh, you've got to cultivate the hearts for that. And I think this strategy is something that really has been effective in doing that. That's fantastic. So what are some specific things that Rock Springs does uh, to kind of encourage your 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 attendees and your members, your regulars um, to pray for outreach and missions efforts to kind of enter into that process? OK, well, um, I wrote down some notes because so I thought you might ask that question. Um, <laughs> but, what, what you know, our church has always had what we would call a prayer room. It's a 24 hour prayer room. Uh, and that's really it. a hub to our church. Um, our pastor, Pastor David Gallimore, uh, believes in prayer and has always made mm-hmm. that a, a, a cornerstone foundation of whatever we do. And so it really begins there. Uh, every trip, every missionary, every need, every opportunity for any kind of ministry or mission work, you're going to find that information in our prayer room. And people are constantly praying. Uh, now we don't always succeed at this, but we try to have 24 hours of prayer. Um, I know mm-hmm. we don't succeed at that a lot of times, but that is our goal. So that's one of the things that we do. Also, um, 
uh, every Wednesday night we have prayer guides, prayer sheets, and so we list all those uh, on there as well. Um, whenever we do trips, uh, this is something I, it's not my idea. Uh, I don't even really know where it came from, but each trip, uh, we usually have a, uh, a group of ladies, and it's usually ladies, uh, let's say you have 12 people going to Cuba. Uh, they would mm-hmm. write a letter, an encouragement letter for each day that all that person's in country. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would be no prayer over it. And so uh, one of the things that I'm working even still now is just having a missions prayer team. Um, because you can't do anything without prayer. I mean, you're powerless if you're not talking to the Lord. And so that, right. that's one of the things I, I want. And, and I'm still working on that because, you know, it's a funny thing that a lot of people don't see the value of that. Uh, they don't see the value of, they feel like they're not really contributing. But, but I would say prayer is one of those uh, main things that we need to do. And so it's something I'm always working on. Um, so, and, and again, going back to our strategy, prayer is something that anyone can do. Uh, you may not have the ability to travel. Uh, you may not have the financial resources to do those things, um, but you always can pray. And so I wanted to make it as easy as, as possible. But I have to be honest with you. Um, prayer opens the heart of God for, for God to speak mm-hmm. to you. And so mm-hmm. as far as a strategy, and I, I hate to even use that word when it talk about church. Work, sure. But when people start to pray about missions, uh, when they start praying about lost people, uh, when they start praying about this or that or whatever we're going to do on a trip or, or the missionaries we support through the International Mission Board or other other means, when they begin to pray about missions, God, I believe, can begin to speak to their hearts about missions. And uh, so that's a spiritual exchange that I'm just trying to foster. Uh, I can't change the heart of anybody, uh, but God certainly can. And so if I can get more people praying about missions, uh, I'll, I'll not have a problem with people giving and going. So it's a, it's 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 the cornerstone. It's the beginning foundation, and really of everything we do, as far as missions. So that's it's pretty it's pretty important mm-hmm. to me. I don't um, I know I, uh, people just treat it sometimes is 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 not important, but it, I just really believe it's so important uh, to just pray um, and seek the Lord and seek His provision, His power, His is uh, uh, just His direction. Uh, for instance, my son right now is in Baltimore, and those letters I wrote him letters. Uh, he should have up and met. In wow. fact, interestingly enough, today's letter is about prayer. Uh, wow! It was a cha- I was challenging him today, as so I hope he read it this morning. But uh, to take the day, and my challenge was to don't say Amen. Uh, just have a mm. continuous mm. sense of prayer. Uh, not that you're you know on your knees on your face, but to have that continuous sense of prayer all throughout the day. Um, as you're serving, as you're going, as you're doing. Um, and so it just, it's just critical. I think it's absolutely critical what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you've been trying to kind of even increase um, the prayer focus uh, for missions yes. uh, there over um, at Rock Springs. And you said that it's it's something you're still in process of doing. Sort of what what is the vision of what that will look like if if you're able to kind of go it where you feel like God is leading you to go with that? What does that that end result look like for you? Uh, well, I don't know that there is an end result. Um, okay, I, I don't I don't consider it a destination. Um, I think. As you have new believers come to the church, as you have uh, even folks maybe who are just growing in their faith, I think it's like the Christian life. You never arrive. I think you just create, mm-hmm. continue to create a sense of, of prayer. And, of course, uh, 
unfortunately, God created us to be very leaky vessels. And so uh, even, <laughs> as we, even if we grow, uh, who knows, next year we may not be as strong as we were. And so I think there's this right. continued sense of emphasis uh, on prayer. And so if I had to have a destination, it would be to have, I'd really just like to have a missionary, our missions prayer team. Uh, I would love to have about 30 folks on that team um, of all walks of life. And they just commit. Uh, maybe they're the ones that write the notes on those cards, but they commit to mm-hmm. every inv- everything we're involved in it as, far, as far as the Rock Springs concerning missions, that they just bathe it in prayer. Um, so I, that's kind of, if I had a strategy that or a end result, that would be what it would be. So. I love that. So as you know, people get more engaged uh, in missions through something that um, is the most important piece um, of missions, Mm -hmm. uh, which is prayer. Um, But sometimes the easiest entry point, because it's something that everybody is familiar with doing. Um, Then the next piece of this, you know, pray, give, go process would be giving. So giving to missions is such an important um, piece of discipleship. Mm Um, for Christians, what are some ways that Rock Springs gives people an opportunity to begin that process specifically when it comes to uh, missions? Oh, there's so, I mean, <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> uh, I'll just start with our offertory envelope. On our offertory envelope, okay. uh, we have three categories. Uh, we have the category of regular giving, your tithe. Uh, then we have the offering there for like a building building we're a very large church so it takes a lot of money to mm-hmm. maintain uh, but then there's sure. a missions category and so it, it's it's there uh at the point where you're giving your dollars there but we do so many other things um we encourage sponsorships on mission trips uh, our church is uh very generous if you attend a worship uh, mission trip and you're a member of our church our church is going to pay a good significant portion of that trip um, but we have people in our church wow. that, man, they just, they have the financial means to just bless people. And so we encourage that. Um, this time of year, and I know you're probably familiar with this, uh, Operation Christmas Child is one of those opportunities. Right. Again, I, I love Operation Christmas Child basically for this, for this reason. It's an entry level way to be involved in missions. You're praying, but you're mm-hmm. also going to give. It may only be $30 to do a shoebox. Um, but you are given of yourself and your resources. So mm-hmm. um, really in every level, uh, we encourage giving. We encourage our Bible fellowship classes. Uh, I guess you would call them Sunday school classes uh, to do mission projects. And so that, you know, I attend a very giving church. Uh, this is one of those categories that I really don't have to worry about. In fact, I tell our people, um, if you're, if God's calling you to, to do a mission trip through our church, uh, money or financial resources is not a good excuse. Uh, to not go. Uh, our church has been so blessed. Uh, our people are so generous uh, that that's never a good reason to not be involved. And so I don't really have to, I mean, I really don't have to beg people to give. They really, they really are. Blessing. But we also, you know, of course, being the Southern Baptist church, we, uh, we give to the international mission board, the North American mission board. Sure. Um, we do support. Um, we actually fully support uh, at least three, four missionaries on the field right now. Completely. Wow. Uh, and they all came out of our church. That's why we fully support them. Um, right. And so we do, and we do other things. <clears throat> We're also involved in something called church revitalization, where mm-hmm. we go in and we help churches. We're partnering with four churches right now. And that falls on me. I'm a missions minister, so I get to do this. Um, 
but it requires financial resources uh, to go in and, and just help a church get back on its feet. So, uh, our, again, giving is one of those things our church really doesn't struggle with. And I praise God for that. I know there's a lot of churches that can't say that. Uh, and I give God the glory for that because it's certainly it's certainly his to have. Uh, but we're very, very blessed to have that at Rock Springs. Oh, that's awesome. So as people are engaging in missions, you talk about things like um, um, Operation uh, Christmas Child and the shoebox. And that's kind of like a one time a year mm-hmm. type engagement. And then they can engage through giving to missions and that type of thing. Um, what are some ways that you help people get more engaged, you know, as they in in giving to missions as they, you know, continue? Is it something that's constantly being talked about giving to missions? Is this is it or is it something that, you know, you very specific uh, offerings during the year and you really just focus in on on giving to missions at those times? How how does Rock Springs handle that? Well, I would say that we have an over over emphasis on giving to specific things. Um, okay. I think this is part of our DNA. Um, our people just to get very generous. Uh, if you looked at our budget, uh, you're going to see that we are active. I mean, so active uh, in our local community, uh, whether it be at the local food bank. Uh, I was meeting with a, a local women's shelter this, this past week, and we're going to remodel their, their facility so they can have an ultrasound machine, but they just got to have the space mm-hmm. for it. And so there's projects like this all the time. And, and our people, they know it. And uh, they they just support it, and so a lot of our budgets are written with those type things in mind. And I guess when we when we when we vote on our budget, when people give to the to the offering, they have an understanding that hey, this money's doing that. And we give a mission update. I try to do it at least once a year for sure, in a, a printed magazine. But we try to do it multiple times a year just to let people know, hey, this is what God's doing through your giving. And I think if you keep that in front of people, uh, and they know what you're doing. Uh, they're not going to, they're going to support you. That's awesome. So as your members um, become more and more engaged through prayer and that they're giving um, to missions, how do you help those that feel called to kind of take that next step into going either through short-term ministry trips, or you've even talked about how you have some people that have been sent from your church mm-hmm. that are full-time missionaries right now. What's that process like for getting those people even more engaged in actually being on the mission field in some capacity? Well, I think it starts for us. I, I started several years ago. I do a training about three times a year called Gospel Conversations. It's just a three-week training, um, and it's just designed to help people realize that they can talk about the gospel at any place in their life. Um, And the number one reason people don't uh, is because they're afraid. They feel ill-equipped. And so what I try to do is just give them some basic training. It's nothing crazy. It's not a... It's not one of those 18-week courses you have to take and get a certification for. Uh, but it's just talking <laughs> about the conversations that we have every day and how can we incorporate the gospel. Now, that's the basic of, of it. If I can get people to do that here, I'm never going to have a problem with taking them on a mission trip. Uh, in fact, a lot of times we have the opposite problem. People will love to go on a mission trip, um, and they can share the gospel all day long. Uh, whether it be in Nicaragua, Cuba, you know, you know, you name it, wherever we are, man, they're on mission. But when they come home, they're quiet. Uh, <laughs> it was a book written years ago called Concentric Circles. And the reason for that um, is that when you're on a mission endeavor, you're not going to see those people again, most likely. But when you come home, you've got to live out your faith every single day because they're going to call you a hypocrite if you don't. 
And so <laughs> I want to break that mold. That's that's the whole point of gospel conversation is how can we just make it part of our daily life? And if that can happen, again, I'm not going to have a problem at all uh, with taking someone on a mission trip or getting them to go. I find it interesting that Scott points out how for many of us, it's easier to share the gospel with the stranger on the other side of the world than it is with the neighbor on the other side of the fence. I love how Rock Springs is working to teach all of their members how to have these gospel conversations and then leading them to practice those through mission trips. We'll continue our conversation with Scott after this brief message from One Child. Together we believe extreme child poverty has an end, and it starts with hope. Hope is a vision for a better future, a way to get there, and the courage to try. And it is built through the church all over the world, coming together as one global community to help children thrive. We create a partnership experience that reflects your heart for the world. Together, we find the point where our mission and vision intersect to address the needs of children living in hard places. Together, we are a community that sees children as solutions, not problems. A community with the courage to go to the hard places. A community that gives so children can thrive. Together, this is us. Your church, a shared vision, celebrating global impact through the local church. For more information, visit onechild.org slash partnership. I asked Scott to share a story or two about ways he's seen this pray, give, go strategy impact individuals within Rock Springs. Here's what he had to say. When we do our mission trips, uh, we do entry level trips. I call them entry-level trips. Uh, one of those trips we do each year is called a family mission trip. It's my favorite oh, trip. I'll lead this trip. So I don't go on all the trips, but I'll lead this one because I love it so much. Um, and what we do <laughs> is we, we always partner with churches. That's one of the main tenets of our church is if we're going to go somewhere on a mission field, we're always going to partner with a local church um, just because we know that there's got to be a lasting effect. And so we got to connect them. So, uh, Back when I first started, we started doing a family mission trip. We would go uh, mostly Kentucky, and we would either do a soccer camp, a bas- basketball camp, or a, I think we did a football camp one year. We've done VBSs, you name it, we've done it, you know. And we just go into a local church and partner. And so what we do is we, we invite families to go as units together. And uh, I think just, you can't separate missions and discipleship. And this is a passion right. of mine. And so – the greatest disciple in a child's life are their parents. And, and, yeah. and that's how God intended it to be. Of course, we live in a day when people want to send their kids to church and uh, you teach them. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't work that way. So, but how can, a t- how can a parent ever teach a child about missions if they never have the opportunity? And so we created this opportunity and it's really entry level. It's always fun. It's it. very laid back. And uh, about five years ago, we were in uh, Harlan, Kentucky. Um, it's the four, one of the poorest counties in Kentucky. 
uh, one of the most drug-ridden counties in Kentucky, and we were working in a little community called Dehoit, and it was actually the worst community in Hardin County, which mm. is you know tough. Mm. Um, and while we were there, uh, God called one of our members' families to serve mm. internationally. I, it, wow! And I didn't know it was going to happen. They didn't know it was going to happen. But in a week's time. That wasn't on the agenda no, before you guys left, right? <laughs> we left on Monday, and by the time we got like Friday, the gentleman's name is Chris. He says, Scott, God has called my family, and he named the place. I'm like, Chris, what are you oh, talking wow. about? I said, you got to be thinking about oh, this a long so time. Cool. He goes, no. He says, the whole time we were there, God just – and it wasn't just me. It was my wife and my children. And uh, mm. wow. within six months, they were already making plans. He sold his business, sold his house. He burnt the bridges, baby, and and, we, <laughs> and they're on the mission field right now. Um, so cool. that, just, that just goes to show you that as ministers of the gospel, what we do is important on the ground, but the impact we have on our people that go on the trips matters. It's a yeah. it's a cultivation ground for the next generation, and uh, yeah. I'm very passionate about that. So. Um, so goings uh, also we give different levels like the entry level there and then of course we go to Cuba some uh, we haven't been to Cuba in the last two years because of COVID probably in twenty three we'll go back to Cuba uh, nobody wants to get stuck in Cuba with COVID as you can imagine <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I almost got stuck in Canada because I I, I uh, contracted oh, COVID wow. two days after I got home uh, oh, so but I'd rather be in Canada than Cuba but we'll go to some hard places for sure uh, that's going to be an adult trip. Um, our youth are involved in missions. They do mission trips every year. Um, our children are locally involved in mission endeavors. Um, in fact, our VBS, um, they always do an offering. Most churches do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year they mm-hmm. gave to a, an organization in Alaska that, uh, their theme for VBS was flight school. And so they, we found an organization mm-hmm. that flies kids to, to camp in Alaska. It's about $200 a kid nice. to take them to camp. And so our kids, I mean, they embrace that. So it's really a culture thing at Rock Springs. It just kind of weaves in and out uh, in all that we do. So I get excited about That's it. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely should be. It's exciting. Uh, whenever we get to see the people in our congregations getting more engaged in sharing the gospel and how it doesn't just change uh, the people that they're sharing with, it changes them as much, if not more in some cases, oh, like you described this family, the fruit of that short-term ministry trip to Kentucky turned into a family that's serving in the mission field right now. And, and, you know, it's the, the lasting impact is going to be immeasurable yeah. uh, from that. It's awesome. So if you were able to give a missions pastor or maybe the, the, the lead senior pastor at a church that's a little smaller, maybe they don't even have a missions pastor. Um, one piece of advice that they could use mm-hmm. to take their missions, their outreach ministry sort of to the next level. What would you say to them? Discipleship. Disciple your people to serve where they are. Um, I think, I think just teaching them to love people, to see people the way God sees people. Um, we live in such a divisive world today. Uh, so much finger pointing going on. Mm. Uh, and truthfully, nobody's right. <laughs> I mean, nobody's right. We're all <laughs> wrong about something. But I think discovering that God loves people and uh, showing them that on a local level, just where you are. Um, and then as that happens, begin to take them and let them serve somewhere else. 
I think all missions has to start locally. Um, I don't think the the command that God gave us in Acts one eight was uh, an or command. I think it's an and command. I think we're supposed to go to all those places. Um, I think that's true for every believer personally. I think every believer should would, should serve in all four areas. Um, but it starts locally, and I, I would say for that young pastor trying to raise that up. I put your arm around that person, that key person, find out who it is. Um, hmm. Take them, go serve, be willing to serve yourself. Uh, we live in a culture today where a lot of pastors are, they love to preach. Um, that's about it. I don't mean to be negative about that, but they've got to lead. Um, and I think that starts hmm. there. So don't be willing to be willing to get your, 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 your hands dirty, your feet dirty. Uh, be willing to sweat a little bit, be willing to serve. Uh, and if you'll just do that hard work and pray, um, God's told us to go. It's His idea. It's not ours. And He also told us in Scripture, the fields are wide in the harvest. Um, and so He's already prepared the field. All we have to do is go. And so if we can get our people excited about going locally, I do believe God will lead them in all, all, va- all venues missionally, whether it be in your state, your region, or even, even internationally. Rock Springs Pray, Give, Go process has proven to be so successful in helping the church develop a healthy missions and outreach ministry that reaches both locally and globally. Here are three things to remember from my conversation with Scott. First, when we get the people in our churches truly praying for missions and outreach, it changes them from the inside out. And this always leads to a deeper involvement in other ways. Second, Rock Springs doesn't just talk the talk when it comes to giving. It walks the walk. They're committed to seeing anyone who feels called to participate in a missions trip go. And they back that up financially. This moves the rest of the church to become more involved in giving to missions because their own friends and their own family are actively involved. And finally, as we've heard so many times before, When individuals and families within the church participate in short-term missions opportunities, it leads to a stronger walk with Christ and even more involvement in taking the gospel across the street and around the world. I want to thank Scott for joining me on this episode of the Missions Pastor Podcast. If you want to learn more about Rock Springs Baptist Church, go to rockspringsbaptist.com. And thank you for listening to the Missions Pastor Podcast. This show is presented by One Child. We are a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. To learn more about how your church can partner with One Child to bring hope to hard places, go to onechild.org slash partnership. Partnership.